0: Hello and welcome to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast. Today I have a very special guest. We've had him on before. You might know him. Um, I'm just going to let him do do his thing, make his announcement. Boris, it's over to you.
1: Hello, Emma. How are you today?
0: I'm very well, thank you, Boris. Are you recovering well? Absolutely.
1: Wonderfully, thanks, Emma. So I have uh, an announcement to make. If a fuck boy asks you to meet up, you should say no. Fuck off. That's against the social distancing guidelines. His subpar dick is not worth it. Just have a wank like the rest of <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. That's how kind of we. Bye. Oh, bye, Boris. Bye. <laughs> bye. So yeah, I I just um I wanted to get Boris on to talk <laughs> um to make an announcement. Uh, really, I, I think probably the most people that listen to this podcast are women. Do you think it's mostly women that listen, or is it a nice? Um, mix there are of- I know there are men that listen, but
0: yeah, we can do an announcement aimed at okay. women.
1: Okay, but I feel like girls, if you're listening and you're single and a fuck boy messages you asking to meet up i.e., come to your house or you go to his house, you should follow the new guidelines set out by Boris and tell him to fuck off.
0: I completely agree. I think, but I do think that now it's like this is dragging on. What has been about a month? We've got at least another sort of two and a half weeks left. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: People are like, Wait, oh. I fuck, think we've got
1: longer than that, Emma. I think we've got a little bit longer than that.
0: <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> wait, what? Uh, there was this thing, I'm sure you've probably seen it, it's like the the red, amber, green thing. It was in the Sun newspaper, which means it probably, well, we don't know. Um, there's and an element of there's in, an it. There's an element. It said that gyms are going to reopen on the 15th of June, which is two months away. Yeah, but I mean, you can probably have someone around to your house before that. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Do you know, the first thing is people can come round for a shag. Yeah.
0: Um, I, do you know what, I'm always a bit dubious about things like that, So I'm like, how can they possibly know? Like, that might be an outlined date, but you couldn't know. Like, we don't know how things are going to change in the next couple of weeks.
1: You're right, unless the sun has some sort of, like, dirty journalism underhand tactics, which they probably do. <laughs> what, like
0: phone tapping?
1: Yeah, oh, wait, they've not done that before.
0: <gasps> oh, okay, maybe this is where they got their information
1: yes um so just on the topic of being really horny just keep it in your pants for another couple of weeks um and and we'll all get through because i think you could be in of da- in danger of lowering your standards so yeah. someone that you wouldn't necessarily let come around to your house normally you're feeling a little bit desperate a little bit lonely no no hold on don't do it Just listen
0: back to the start of this podcast, you'll be absolutely fine.
1: Speaking of which as well, have you seen this new thing on Netflix called Too Hot to Handle?
0: No, but I did see the bottom of your boobs.
1: (laughs) Right, so there's this thing, this new show on Netflix. Basically, every girl on it wears a bikini top that's too small so her boobs pop out the bottom. But it's all beautiful people, and the premise of the show is that they're not allowed to have sex with each other. That's it. That's it? That's it. And they're So all what, there's a load of
0: hot guys, a load of hot girls yeah. in a house, or what?
1: Yeah, kind of like a Love Island situation. They're all together. They're not allowed to do have sex. Do you think sex. they have
0: sex on Love Island with everyone else in the
1: room? I, I don't know. I've never watched it, but I assume they do.
0: So like, they all sleep in the same room? With like beds next to each other
1: yeah they all sleep and in the first so the first episode starts and they've not been told this big bombshell yet that they're not allowed to have sex with each other so they're allowed to hang out for about nine hours and in that time a lot happens <laughs> like a lot of sexual activity happens and do you know what, what in the first nine hours In the first nine hours like this guy comes up to a girl and he's like he's got this bottle of suntan lotion he's like hey do you need some suntan lotion and she's a like classic <laughs> I guess and he like flips her over onto her front so she's lying on her back and he just starts rubbing it into her bum cheeks
0: ooh <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's the last place that needs well
0: sunshine. no <laughs> I've burnt my bum before and it wasn't a great time
1: I'm not fun, right I think
0: right. it's the places you forget like if you're lying on your front like obviously your bum but also the bottom of your feet like you would never think to put
1: suntan lotion <laughs> on it No, but there you go. Um, But what really struck me was when the the announcement happens is that they're all like, oh, what? No! Like, I can't. What, even the girls? Yeah! Like, can you imagine, see if you were in that situation, Emma? I'd be
0: like, I do nothing.
1: Nine nine people, or nine hours, ten people you've never met before, and you're being told you're not allowed to have sex with any of them, what would your reaction be?
0: Nothing. I be like I'd like, all right. right. Okay. Like, I mean, I didn't plan on having it tonight.
1: It's <laughs> something I've just met. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. It it just it made me see a lot of young people these days. Yeah. Hmm. I feel that. Like when you yeah. watch Love Island and stuff
0: as well. Now it's like the youth.
1: Hmm. You could argue in a way that it is it is good because everyone's like a lot more sexually liberated than they were. So I suppose maybe that is that is that a good thing?
0: Is it sexually liberated, or is it just like I'll have sex with anyone?
1: I think it's a wee bit more of the latter. Like I don't want to be any like no slut shaming happening over here. But at the same time, I'm 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 watching it thinking, are you really making yourself proud here? Is this is this what you want your legacy to be? Oh,
0: would you really like? I mean, it probably happens sometimes, but are you really going to meet someone? That you're going to have a solid relationship with and like have sex with them with, within the first nine hours.
1: Mm. Well, the whole premise of the show, like the pretend premise, like you know, with Love is Blind, the pretend premise was that like you should love and love people no matter what they look oh, yeah, like. Yeah. So, so, this like, is
0: you should love people even if you haven't had sex with them.
1: Yeah, you should develop like a more strong emotional connection. Well, we've
0: them. moved. Um, <laughs> quite significantly within the last like between love is blind where you literally don't even get to see them
1: uh-huh.
0: and to this where it's like oh you can do anything you want you can't have sex
1: yeah it's actually the opposite isn't it yeah
0: okay. uh-huh.
1: it's just crazy it's just crazy how much would you have to be paid to be on that show like if someone <clears> phoned <throat> you up and was like emma story gordon hi 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 We've, we've, we love your instagram and we'd love you to be on this new show now the premise is that you're not allowed to have sex with anyone but we'll pay you a million pounds what do you think
0: a million hell yeah also i think i'm quite good at not having sex with anyone <laughs> i have mastered that skill i i would be winning the prize what's the prize
1: so, another part of the show is the prize is $100,000, but every time they break a rule, so, like, have a snog or, like, wank someone off, they lose money. So, oh, wait, so you can't even kiss or anything? No, so, like, there's been two kisses in the second episode, so they're down to $94,000. Oh. You'd be so annoyed at the other people, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's kind of, it's more turning into that now. It's like, who did it? Who did it? Yeah. Like.
0: It, and is no it, one saying
1: who it was? Uh, I think everyone's guessing. It is just it. It's just one of those programs that you can't stop watching. Everyone on it sucks. Like everyone. Um. Yeah. You should. You should give it a go, and you will. I know you don't watch television, but just for the pure. Shot- okay. What What was it called? Too hot to handle.
0: Too hot to handle. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll write that down in my notes that I won't ever do. (laughs) Okay, so we actually had a listener question this week.
1: That's amazing.
0: I know, it was actually a really good one as well, right? Okay, so I will try to read it, but I tried to do this before we started recording and it didn't end very well, so I'm going to read the first flattering bit as well. So it says, hello, I'm not a client, so I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this. Just FYI, anyone can ask. We are not picky, the more the merrier. <laughs> no,
1: you have to pick me first if you want to ask. The
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so she says, basically, I love your podcast, especially your episodes with Shona. Oh.
1: <laughs> and it wasn't me that wrote this question.
0: <laughs> okay, she says, they're so funny and open and just what I need when I'm doing boring rehab exercises, which are very depressing. Anyways, you said not many people request topics. What? Don't remember that. <laughs> um, and I was wondering if you could talk more about sexuality. I loved when Shona said about how sexuality is a broad spectrum, and would love to hear you expand on that. I know everyone's coming out story is personal, and I don't expect you to share, which I already have. <laughs> but would you? But I would love to hear you talk about it in general. she says I'm 25 and I'm only just accepting that I'm really not into men it's like I have this great emotional connection but when it comes to sex I'm like nah but with girls they're so hard to talk to but when it's good it's right if that makes sense I feel like I'm so late to the coming out but it is what it is thank you so much again for your podcast apparently I can't speak so um (laughs) You're inspiring and hilarious. The end. Okay, oh, that's a lot, a lot to unpick, right? So
1: much to unpack there. Um, right. So, what was your injury that you're rehabbing from? That's that's just I hilarious. don't know. <laughs> She's not here. I can't ask her. <laughs> um, I don't think twenty-five is too late at all. What do you think about that?
0: No, and I was thinking about it. Like, I don't think I had a girlfriend until like maybe 23, 24. Mm -hmm. So I was quite late as well. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think um, she's obviously picked up on the sexuality being a spectrum thing. And um, I I don't think anyone should really put themselves in a box or limit themselves from anything. So if you say, no, I'm definitely not into men, then maybe you're limiting yourself or saying, "Um, I'm definitely only into, you know, allow yourself to experiment and you know try lots of different things but kind not like, at the
0: moment because we're in lockdown
1: <laughs> maybe like put some plans into place yeah, maybe yeah. talk to like different people on tinder see if yeah. you like girls or guys yeah but she says that it just doesn't feel right did you not say something about sleeping with men it doesn't feel yeah, right so
0: what's quite what's quite weird or like maybe just i don't know if it's the opposite to how i feel but she says that she has a great emotional connection with men but just can't sleep with them or doesn't enjoy sex with them.
1: Right, okay. So then just... she
0: says she finds girls really hard to talk to.
1: Right, so she's like, oh, that's interesting. So do you, do you mm. feel that you identify with
0: that? Um, kind of, although like, I get on so well with guys as friends but, like, really, really close. Like, some of my best friends are guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But... And, and it might be because I find them so easy to talk to because I don't have, like, that, those kind of feelings for them, so it, it's easier to open up. Mm-hmm. But, that, well, actually saying that, I've got loads of girls that are really close friends and I can speak to as well, so I don't know if that does what. But if I was, like, interested in a girl, I think the fact that you find them hard to talk to is probably a good thing. Like, if it was just so easy, it probably means that you're like, huh, I don't really mind what they think of me, or... Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, or it could not be a good thing if she's, if she's struggling to talk to any woman, then she's... <laughs> I don't know if, like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> any girl just, like, freaks out.
1: Well, maybe it's because she sees women as only potential... Partners, instead of like, she's just... a
0: sexual predator.
1: Exactly, <laughs> I would say it's actually quite worrying. <laughs> 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 Who's this person that messaged you with a flag? Oh god. Um. See, I am not really relevant or helpful to the discussion, but I have three sisters, and I've only ever grown up with like women, and mm-hmm. apart from my dad. And so I find it that most of my friends are women and I kind of struggle to be to be friends with guys. I don't know, I just feel my, I'm so much more comfortable in situations where I'm surrounded by women, which is not great working in a gym because you tend to be surrounded by men. Um, and I feel like when I'm surrounded by men, like I have to put on like a a bit of a, a facade. A facade, yeah. I don't feel like I can truly be myself. That's interesting. That's a big uh, confession that I've made. Wow, the-
0: revelation. That I've is, l- no, it is interesting though. And I, I mm. Although I almost think that, would you be okay with the guy one-on-one? Yeah, Not in a set, like in a friend way.
1: Yes, uh-huh. I think, yeah, I think you might have hit the nail on the head. It might just be like the group situation. Like um, there was this program on like a really crap dating program that I saw on TV and it was like one girl and she, invite, she had to invite like 10 guys round to her house for dinner and they stayed overnight. And I was just thinking that actually is my idea of hell. Like me and 10 men all like in a potential date. Oh, can you imagine anything worse? Like, and she was like, oh, I love it. I love it. And I was like, oh no, that would make me so just, I would just like sort of like introvert myself. I think
0: it's different when it's a dating situation, yeah. like even I don't think if I was working somewhere and I knew all the guys, like I don't find that intimidating or weird at all. In fact, thinking about it, I don't know if I would probably be more intimidated by a group of girls Oh really yeah,
1: mm, that's interesting, not
0: because I fancy them or anything, just because like <laughs> i find <laughs> I find girls just like can be a bit bitchy and like cliquey. I guess men can be as well as well but. I don't know, I found them sometimes to be more welcoming or easier to get on with maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe it says more about me because I, I just worry that when I'm in a group of men that they're only looking at me in a sexual way. <laughs> so, and I don't Although, mean that- do you know
0: what? This gets me in a lot of trouble to some extent. Like I have a lot of close friends that are guys Right. But probably at one point, all, most of them have said, like, they would want to be more than friends. Apart from the married one, but...
1: Shit. so, that's so that, And it. then that changes the
0: friendship a bit, I think.
1: Wait, so did you say that with most guys that you've been friends with? Not, like,
0: not most guys that I've been friends with, but most guys that I've been, like, really close with. Oh, yeah. that's sad. It makes me sad because then I'm like, oh, we can't really be that
1: close friends anymore. Uh-huh. Um that brings me on to something else that you asked me about. Did you not say that you had a friend who was seeing this girl and all of her friends were saying you could do better?
0: Oh no no no. This was another Instagram question from last podcast. So oh, she was saying Pardon?
1: We didn't talk about that already.
0: Did we not? Oh, no, oh okay. So wow, we've had two questions this week.
1: Yeah, no. Okay. We
0: can um, circle back to this one because I did not feel like we finished it. Okay. Um, but this was a girl who wrote in, and I'm just going to paraphrase because now I can't remember where I would have wrote, written that. Um, she basically said she's got a girlfriend who she really loves, but everyone says that she could do better. I guess mainly in looks. And then the, the follow on to that was that she she would like to help her girlfriend get fit, but how do you tell someone that you love like how do you not, like, how do you get them to do something without forcing them to do it? And sort of the dynamics around that, which is also quite interesting, and I have quite a lot of views on that as
1: well. Yeah, uh, So do I, so do I. Uh, right, so there's basically two parts to that question. The yeah. first part is, is well, first of all, we need to comment on the fact that our friends are saying that she needs to to do better. And then the second part is she wants to help her, Our girlfriend lose weight, right? So we'll come back to the second part. Mm -hmm. So the first part is that her friends say she can do better, and she obviously really doesn't because she really loves her girlfriend.
0: Yeah, so she was like, they. I mean, I think it's us, her friends. I think it was like the people that, like, I guess they're more like acquaintances, let's say. Because I think a close friend would obviously get to know your girlfriend as well, and then would probably feel differently about it. But she's like, I love her for that. because she's funny and her personality and whatever.
1: It's not yeah. all about
0: looks, love is blind and all that.
1: Isn't that just, like, the meanest thing ever to say? Like, I can't imagine ever saying that to a friend. Like,
0: Not out loud. You might think oh, it. No. And even then, like, it's like, well, looks look, like, they'll fade, won't they?
1: Uh-huh. Unless, unless, like, they were not treating your friend well, that's the only, like, time when you'd say, look. I think you could do better and that someone could treat you better, but never looks like that's so
0: harsh, isn't it? Yeah. I think it says more about your friends than your yeah. relationship.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, and then let's talk about the second part. So you've got a lot of thoughts on this. Like, how do you get... Like, So what is it? what was your initial thought when you read that question?
0: Okay, so my thoughts on how do you get someone you care about to do exercise is that... I mean you can't push them so number no. one they have to want to change or they won't change and no. pushing them to do it is probably going to force them to push back even harder mm-hmm. so it, it's not helpful and number two I think you're the wrong person to do it so I don't think you know if you, if you want Paul to lose weight I don't think you're the person to help him do that it would be better to outsource that to someone else <laughs>
1: So you're trying to say, can you imagine then Paul suddenly gets an inbox message from Emma Story Gordon? (laughs) Hi,
0: Shona sent me because, no, I don't even mean that. Like you could, you could just say like, oh, you know, wouldn't it be great if you got a personal trainer? Hmm. (laughs) That might not be a great one, but do you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be you implementing these things that you might want to encourage her to go to a boot camp, I'll be like, oh, I really enjoyed my session with Shona. Why don't you try her out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think,
1: yeah. I, I think it's a really, really dangerous one. Um, I think if you're even having thoughts in the first place that you want to get your partner to exercise or change their diet because you're not happy with the way they look, then you really need to look inwards and find out why. Why are you thinking that? Okay, um, I'm just
0: going to add some context. I think she did say, like, because I know it would make her feel better. And she, I think that the context was she used to be a rugby player, but then she gave it up and now she's not doing as much exercise. And I get that because I, if I was with someone who used to be really active and then they were maybe feeling a bit down and, like, it's just a bit of a spiral, isn't it? You eat a bit, you get a bit out of shape, that makes you feel like crap. And then you eat a bit more and then – and it. but if you could – get them to do exercise they wouldn't enjoy it at the start potentially but it will make you feel better
1: yeah address like the root cause rather than than like addressing like the weight gain or like the lack of fitness yeah. like address like what is making them unhappy what's making them feel demotivated what can you do but yeah um I have ad- I've actually had quite a lot of um partners pass clients to me if you know what I mean and, oh, this reminds me of a kind of irrelevant story that I was talking about the other day. I once got a message in my inbox from one of my client's boyfriends, who is also a personal trainer, telling me it was the most condescending message that you've ever read. And I was trying to find it, but I couldn't find it because I couldn't remember his name. Um, He was like basically like, hey, Shona. Uh, what's her name? Claire. I'm making up Claire. Claire's loving the sessions. The only thing is, she's saying that she would like to do less burpees, and why don't you have a go at thinking of a different exercise other than burp? It was such a condescending message, and I don't think I was making her do burpees in every session. It might have been every like third, fourth session. Yeah, and I also wasn't making her do them for like the entire hour. I was making. I was like, you know, sprinkling a couple in there. Yeah. But what a knob to like mess. Can you imagine if you're so boy- bad? I think I would that- be
0: livid at my. Yeah.
1: I love doing that offense, isn't it
0: huh dumpable offense that's, yeah
1: that's a dumpable offense yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah going behind your back I don't know like and what's he trying to get at? although I had I guess this is a little bit different but I had a client who was Muslim and her husband insisted on coming round the session while we trained what was and that he like? kept telling me he kept saying just the belly just the belly I was like, okay, well, she's going to need to be in a calorie deficit to lose the fat around her stomach. He's like, basically, he wanting me to do crunches with her for an hour. And after the first session, I was like, I just can't train you guys. Sorry, you both. Weird. One
1: session.
0: I only did one session.
1: So that's like, that is really bad. Like, if he kept saying just the
0: belly. Yeah, he kept being like, "Can we, can we do some more on the, like, belly area? And then it was just so... Like it was like she was just I don't know, I just hate the way that women are treated in certain cultures.
1: Oh, that's really sad. What a poor soul. Oh, And you were probably doing some like fun squats and lunges and some like other like other cool things and she was like, I don't want to do any more crunchies. <laughs> yeah. Please don't make <laughs> me do <it> anymore. <laughs> She's got like a sweet six pack under there. <laughs> Um, I am um, I've also had a boyfriend come to a session. What
0: your boyfriend?
1: Oh, no, someone else's. Is- a client's boyfriend, and I did uh-huh. tell like she, I continued to train her after that, but I did tell her to not bring him again because he was like um. So he was from London, and he was pro- people might actually be able to find out who he is based on this um. But he. But we're wa- going to continue anyway. So. His mum was a famous artist. Right. Okay. So that's all I'm going to say. His mum was a famous artist, and it meant that he never had to work because she had made so much money. So he came to the session, and she, there was absolutely nothing wrong with her. She was like fit, healthy woman in her thirties, and he kept saying things like, mm, "I don't think she should be doing that. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's a good one for her." Oh, oh, right, because you're a personal trainer now. Yes, I know. I and mean, it's just like. Just fucking mansplaining to a. uh, He should have just been like, "If you want to take the session, by all
0: means, crack on."
1: Yeah, that same client once came to a PT session with a head full of curlers in. (laughs) Wow. I made her do shuttle sprints up and down the gym until every (laughs) single one was falling out. Amazing. she, She was wonderful, but just on a different planet.
0: Yeah, I quite like clients like that though. You know, you know clients that you probably would have never met in real life or or like had a relationship with in real life, in real mm-hmm. life, like out with being a personal trainer, I mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I love that because I'm like, oh, this is like I don't know, like you just wouldn't have been exposed to maybe
1: whoever that was. No, you're totally right. Like I I find it so interesting because I'm really nosy and I love people's stories about their lives and yeah. And then i tell them on the podcast No, I don't I'm not, I'm not.
0: <laughs> oh. <clears throat> okay. Do we need to circle back to sexuality now?
1: Yeah, have you got any more thoughts on the subject? See I feel um, a little bit like um I feel a little bit like it's not my place to talk about it because I'm a straight woman. Um I don't think that's true. You don't think I'm a straight woman? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I actually... I
1: don't think that's
0: true. I I question it. (laughs) No, uh, I just mean like I don't think that you don't have a place to talk about it because you're straight. Okay,
1: cool.
0: And uh, in your own words that were quoted in this, Shona said how sexuality is a broad spectrum.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your thoughts? Do you think it is a broad broad spectrum?
0: Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um like i do but then sometimes i like and i think i go through phases of thinking "Hmm, maybe and then i'm like absolutely not but i think my absolutely not is stronger than my "Hmm,
1: maybe okay right so so you're slightly more on the like if there is a,
0: a spectrum i would be slightly swaying quite a lot towards girls
1: Right, okay, okay. And throw in the occasional man in there. Yeah, maybe. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think it is a spectrum. It's like a really wonderful, wide <laughs> spectrum. But what I've been learning about in the last couple of weeks is that gender and sexuality are not the same thing.
0: Yeah, I know. What, what do no. you mean? Don't you mean gender and sex are not the same thing?
1: Um, right okay so here's the the, the the right we're getting into dangerous waters here
0: oh, I know if we would get but this wrong
1: but um, but if you're listening and you're like much more woke on this subject than me and Emma then all we're doing right now is just like thinking out loud <laughs> and that's the best way to like yeah, discuss yeah, yeah. things just to ask questions isn't Do it? you know what is
0: weird though it's, I feel like if I wasn't gay-ish then it would be like unacceptable for us to talk about some of these things which is weird isn't it like it shouldn't be
1: well that's why i said i felt like it was not my place like i'm like straight explaining i feel like i made up a probably is already oh and here's one time
0: i thought that i'd made up um pedometer tamagotchis but actually they're already a thing (laughs) But amazing idea, right?
1: How good were Tamagotchis?
0: Yeah, exactly. And and you had to feed them and stuff.
1: Uh-huh. But now,
0: in, like instead of feeding them, you have to hit your steps because they're be like, "Oh, I'm hungry. I need to get some more steps." And then you have to keep your tamagotchi alive. That's the best way to get steps in.
1: Oh, and you didn't invent that.
0: No, I then I looked, like I googled it, and I think there's already mm. some. And I was like, "Why is this not huge?" But obviously. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm about to spend my life savings developing this. And then, okay, well, it's already been made and, and apparently not very popular.
1: Oh, well, maybe you could bring it back. The mm. ESG is on with our Tamagotchi. I'd buy it. I'd invest. Thanks. I'll think about it. Um. Yeah, so here's the, the quandary that my friend had. So she was like, Sean, I don't know what to do. Um. She's got this new job and she is going to be working with lots of like really woke people um and people who are non-binary and she was, was like should I put my pronouns at the end of my email signature and
0: uh, oh what is in like from mrs she, blah no, blah no, blah
1: no, she's like she slash her
0: slash what
1: so so if you identify as a woman, your pronouns are she, her. Yeah. Um, But if I identified as a man, it'd be he, him. But if I was non-binary, it'd be them. They, them.
0: Which is confusing when you're talking about someone because my brother was, like, talking about someone who's non-binary and he kept saying, like, oh, yeah, and then they did this. And I was like, oh, who else was there? He was (laughs) like, no. But I did it, like, three times. I was like, what? Who else was there? And he's like... It's they, because they're not, I was like, oh, okay, right, so understood. So is
1: your brother, your brother more woke than you then, do you think?
0: Oh, 100%. He's like Glasgow art scene kind of guy.
1: Do you think the closer you are to Glasgow, the more woke you are? The closer you are to Dundee, <laughs> the less woke you are?
0: <laughs> I don't know, because I think two main cities are really Edinburgh and Glasgow. But, and I think Glasgow is way more like arty, woke than Edinburgh.
1: Yes. Yeah. Which is
0: why I personally prefer Edinburgh.
1: You don't like Glasgow, do you?
0: It's not that I don't like it, but I feel like you're either an Edinburgh person or a Glasgow person if you live in Scotland, and I am an Edinburgh person. But it might just be because I went to uni there and I loved it.
1: I think if you're from Oxford, you're an Edinburgh person. (laughs) There might might be that. You're either an Edinburgh person or a Glasgow person. I'm an Edinburgh person. (laughs) Yes, and I'm a Glasgow person.
0: But my brother's a Glasgow person and he's also from Oxford. Oh, okay.
1: Thanks.
0: An exception to the rule.
1: So what is it you don't like about Glasgow? Let's let's, de- let's um, discuss this. Let's unpack this. What do you not oh, like about uh, it? Honestly,
0: I don't not like anything. I just lived there very briefly and I didn't sleep at all and then I got run over. <laughs> oh my god! So it was quite a traumatic couple of months for me. And I was just like, oh, I don't like it here. But when I've been like just to visit, I do like it. I also don't like the, all the one-way systems in the middle of town. It's very
1: confusing. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because if you drive, that's quite hard. Where, where did you live?
0: Um, Dunbarton Road. Oh, right. in Partick. You live in Partick? Um, potentially. Quite near at Glasgow Uni.
1: Alright, okay, that sounds quite nice, but you got run it over, that's a, over,
0: It was a nice spot, but I got, yeah, run over right next to Glasgow Uni. This car just, like, pulled out and ran me over.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to give you a pass then on not liking Glasgow, that's allowed. Thanks.
0: Also, that story is, it was actually a van, ran me over, but I was sort of okay, and I, like, got up and, like, ran to the side of the road. Then he stopped, reversed over my bike... And I was like, I was like waving to him, like, stop, you're running over my bike. And then he was like, what? So he drove forward, back over my bike. (laughs) So, but then he did come and give me money for my bike, which was nice. Well, that's good. That's
1: good. Well, he was like,
0: please don't report this to the police. I'll just give you the money. And I was like,
1: hmm, okay. Were you injured?
0: Just like bruises
1: Uh and scrapes. Oh. That's, well, I suppose that's nice that he bought you another bike or gave you money for your bike.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I could have gone to the police. And I think he was, like, a delivery driver, so I don't know what, like, the, the rules are about running people
1: over. Um,
0: Probably doesn't bode well.
1: Well, maybe he had to get uh, something delivered within the delivery slot, so...
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: He was it rushing. Could something like that. Yeah.
0: He um, also said he thought I was a bin bag. <laughs> He was like, oh, like, I can't do a Glasgow accent. He was like, I, I'm so sorry, I thought you were a bin bag. And I was like, ah, well, turns out I'm not. And then he was like, I thought I was running over a baby like when you were like shouting to stop. And I was like, you're a little bit, you're a little bit strange.
1: Kick you more while you're down. <laughs> oh. I thought you were a bin bag.
0: <laughs> Basically that, yeah. Is that,
1: was that triggering? Did that bring back some people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chills. You sound like a baby.
0: (laughs) No, not I sound like a baby. He was like, I thought I was running over your baby. Like when he reversed back over my bike, he was like, I mean, that would be bad. That
1: would be, especially if he ran over it three times. Oh, my God. I know,
0: reversed back over it just to to make sure. (laughs)
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, so um, going back, circling back to... um, my friend's dilemma, and when I got educated, because she said, I don't know whether to put my pronouns, she, her, in my email signature, and I was like, but you're, but you're a straight woman married to a man, why would you need to put, to put your pronouns? And she said, Shona, gender and sexuality are not the same thing, and I was like, oh, oh. okay. Okay, well, someone
0: um, corrected me on this as well. I think I was talking about genetics or something, and I think I used gender when I should have used sex because your sex is biological Mm. so you're biologically a male or female and your gender is your choice so you could be biologically female but choose to be a man
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. so there you go there you go, don't make the same mistakes as us (laughs) did you not have a post recently about about something like that about lesbians being better at something, wait am I just, did I dream this
0: I think that might have been a dream, but I think most of them are are better at everything.
1: (laughs) Anyway, anyway. Okay, so
0: I hope um, that was uh, useful for the person who wrote in. I also think, like, just to, like, I don't think you need to come out as such. And I don't think 25 is, like, too late to come out or, or, like, abnormally late.
1: Do you think that in future people won't won't have to come out anymore because like no one will give a shit because that that isn't that like the whole maybe maybe that's where um, sexuality being a spectrum is the future because like you don't have to like no one says oh, I'm straight <laughs> give me give me a round of applause like no one feels the need to come out as straight so why should you have feel the need to come out as gay like just be yourself girl be yourself yeah
0: i do think it'll be like that which will be lovely and i i mean i think some parts of the world or some um religions or cultures are, are like way behind where we are in the uk so i don't know how close that will be but i think in the uk like i didn't i didn't really feel like i had to come out i was just like oh this is my girlfriend and then they're like
1: huh the lady
0: interesting <laughs>
1: She's a lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: funny because your new boyfriend looks like about, <laughs> a little bit like a lady
1: <laughs> ah. yeah, that would be a really nice, like lovely future to have, and I think like it needs these outlier outliers, these people who are like breaking the mold to to start this change that we need,
0: mhm, yeah, yeah, yes, yes.
1: Although I I think
0: think, it's more like people, uh, I don't know, people like my mum are just kind of like, why, why do you need to, uh, okay, maybe not my mum, I don't want to speak for her, but they're like, why do you need to shout about it? Like, we, I think they're already at the stage, like, we don't care, like, if you're happy, and what you do in your private life is no one's business, Mm -hmm. and I sort of get it, because it's like, like, kind of like you say, like, straight people don't shout about it, and sometimes I look at things like um, pride, and I'm like, oh, it like, do we really need to do that or if it's like really putting it in people's face it's like straight people don't do that and I do understand the reasons behind pride but I guess that's kind of my opinion it's like nobody really cares or they shouldn't the point should be that nobody cares who you're dating it's your choice I know
1: but you had a really lovely forward-thinking supportive family yeah that's true and you were really lucky for that so I think Things like pride are actually really, um, really important. Defo, defo. Yeah.
0: But do you think it helps?
1: it helps? I almost
0: think it's like I don't know if it helps. Like I almost think it's like.
1: It depends if what you that's mean, what we
0: helps. if that's what we see as gay people. Then I could see why it would be off putting. Like it's really in your face and loud, and like a lot of people wouldn't like that.
1: Hmm. So there's this concept called internalised homophobia, and it's the same as internalised misogyny. So the one that um, you'll probably see more often is internalised misogyny. It's when girls are like, I'm not like the other girls. You know when girls that are like that? because What do you they, mean?
0: Like, I'm not a slut like the other girls.
1: Yeah, I'm not a slut like the other girls. I'm one of the lads like, not like the other girls. I don't wear pink like the other girls. Like, they... I feel
0: victimised
1: <laughs> <laughs> well they, they, that's called internalised misogyny because you uh, you hate what you think society's told or what society's told you what being a woman is, you hate that, you reject that and actually you're making the problem worse so you could okay, say, well, I don't
0: feel like that just for the record
1: I know you don't, you're wonderful um, So, and there's also just similarly internalised homophobia so if like maybe you need to have a thing I'm not saying this is you either but if you're like a gay person and you think that pride is like not important or helpful then maybe it's because that you think that loud and bright colors and rainbows is is not is not the right do you know what I'm trying to say here
0: (coughs) well well, I mean I don't think I'm homophobic
1: you are no 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 but
0: I do like I think my point is I think people would be more accepting of gay people if they weren't so extremist. Like, you know, if you didn't know in real life any gay people and all you saw was Pride and that drag show, what's it called?
1: RuPaul's Drag Race.
0: Yeah. Like, you'd be like, oh, like, that's not my kind of person. Like, it's so extreme. It's so in your face. But if you met, like quote-unquote normal lesbians you would be like oh they're actually normal people <laughs> like they don't dress up all the time and like throw glitter everywhere and shout and scream and stuff like that's kind of what I mean it's it does that make any sense
1: right so you want your pride to be like in the coffee <laughs> shop around the corner just maybe doing some knitting we're gonna do some knitting <laughs> and, and stroke our stroke pussy cats and talk in quiet voices and we're not going to be loud or scream That's what your pride needs to be.
0: You should... No, I think... I think I should organise it.
1: I think there is...
0: Like, there is a place for pride. My point is that... um, I think it's misrepresenting what, like, everyday like, being gay is.
1: Get up and get into drag and wear wigs and...
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, most days, obviously, but...
1: Yeah, it's kind of like I can... I can hear where you're coming from Um the way that I would say that it relates to me is like vegans is a uh, some vegans can be so off-putting to the cause can't they like mm-hmm. I follow some vegans and all they posts on Instagram is just like really upsetting pictures and videos of animals being treated badly or like just really ranty things I'm just like that is not making me want to be vegan at all it's actually making me want to go and eat meat and I don't eat meat I'm a vegetarian
0: yeah no that's exactly what I mean they're like very angry aggressive in your face when actually most vegans are completely lovely people and there's a million things that are interesting about them before the fact they're vegan and it's the same with gay people like the first thing about you isn't your sexuality it's oh you're funny you do this this is what you do for a career you like these things blah blah blah. way down the list oh by the way I also date girls like it shouldn't be what identifies you
1: no no uh no I I agree I mean if you want it to be what identifies you then that's cool um but yeah I think that um maybe don't peg your entire identity against it but then it is important as well like Uh, that's maybe one of the steps we need to take to live in a wonderful society where no one hates anyone because of their sexuality or gender or anything like that. If they eat meat, if they eat dairy, whatever. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Okay, well, wow.
1: Wow, my brain is hurting from all the trying not to offend people. Yeah, I know,
0: like, just using the exact right words, if anyone is offended by this, I'm sorry. That's all.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, wait, Boris, Boris. Oh, he's back. Hello. Uh, oh, <laughs> that was a bit. He was a bit like care with the frog there. <laughs> Hello. If your friends are offended by the up close and personal trainer podcast, tell them to fuck off. But we're really sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Boris. Thank you.
0: Oh, great announcement, Boris. Great. great. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like when people say that. Oh. Uh, when people like start um saying something with I don't mean to offend you but mm. and you're like, Well, if you didn't mean to offend me, like would you have said what you're about to say which is always definitely gonna offend me?
1: <laughs> but yeah, if someone starts their sentence with I don't mean to offend you, then they're definitely going to offend you. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Like I'm not being racist, but they're probably gonna say something racist, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so true. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I think... And also
0: it's like, you can get, like, oh, I'm not being racist, but whatever. And they think that they can get away with it because they But I said I wasn't being racist.
1: (laughs) Okay. Not sure that works. You definitely were being racist. But yeah, I think, like, we're only going to move forward if we ask questions and discuss. And also, like, if someone says something that you don't agree with, don't get angry with them because like I've been there if someone like said something that particularly was like sexist I would get so angry and that's not going to change anyone's opinion if you meet someone and reason with them and ask them ask them questions ask them why they think that way uh, and then try and like come to a, uh, an agreement together but essentially mm-hmm. tell them they're wrong and being racist and sexist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it is right to have an open mind, but if yeah. people are being like sexist and racist, that's probably where the open mind stops. Yeah. But I also think it in this day and age sometimes people think that nobody is like that you shouldn't be offended by anything. And it's absolutely normal for people to say things that are offensive. And to yeah. try and stop that is just one unlikely and two sort of like almost impedes on I don't know, like freedom of speech in some ways.
1: Yeah. Like that
0: show that was on last night, or the other night, the cooking show where the restaurant had to burn, like people had to burn off the calories in the restaurant. Did you see well, that?
1: Yes, but I heard about it. What, was it. what happened?
0: I've not seen it, but I've seen everyone talking about it and how okay. it's really triggering for people and things like that, and, which is awful, okay? But we can't not ever say anything because for some people it could potentially be triggering. And this is something I think about quite a lot because a lot of the information I put out is aimed at people trying to lose body weight or Mm -hmm. lose fat. But obviously, if an anorexic was listening to that or was like taking in that information, that's not what they need to hear. But equally, how can you choose... like Some of your audience, what you put out is not going to be what they need to hear or relatable to them. But it's very hard to... Like, I would never post anything if I was worried about the exact people who might read it.
1: Yeah, I actually think that your posts are really brave, because I, I definitely self-censor a lot of the time. Like, because I, I think about all the people that could potentially read what I'm writing and how it would affect them. Um, and yeah, you're right. Like, why why should you have to, like hold back a message that would help 99% of people for that 1% that might be like, that's not helpful, go away. And I mean, there is a button for unfollowing.
0: Well, I had this once I put up, well, Pure Gym put up a video of me explaining starvation mode and how how it was and how it wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And someone had written on it being like, this is really unhelpful for people suffering with eating disorders. And I was, I mean, I was like, yeah, and I'm really sorry if you are or someone you know is, but like you say, 99.9% of people, that's useful information too. And, and it's kind of different because I wasn't telling anyone to lose weight. I was just explaining a physiological process, which is fact. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, you know, it's a scientific fact that that's how energy balance works.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Yeah my guess, you would never say anything if you kept thinking about everyone it could affect. Which is why you don't
1: post enough, so start posting more. You're talking about me? Yeah. Okay, right, I'll start posting more. Okay, yeah, great. it's, um, yeah, yeah, I do worry about that and because I am not really opinionated person, so I think like, what you see on my social media is just like a small, like, yoga teacher trying to, like, be really nice and, like, yoga teacherly. But actually, like, I have, a lot, I have a lot of opinions that might, might kind of, like, make people go, oh, I'm just like you do, i just like everyone does. So, yeah, mm. you're right, okay, after this finishes, I'm going to go and post something about kicking puppies. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> right,
0: okay, uh, we will end this now because I know you yeah. have a call now. I do, actually. Um, thank you
1: for listening, everyone. Thank you. Goodbye. Have a lovely day.